We back. It's the 8th, 2019. Here with a special guest, my Ken Folk, Big Tho. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's going down? Tell, tell the people a little bit about you that, that may not know what you do. Man, shit, Big Tho, you know what I'm saying? Um, radio personality, DJ, 97.9 in the box. Um, you know, strip club, strip club guard, king, whatever you want to call it. You know, put it down in the city for a long time on his outdoor scene, on the on the club scene, DJ scene, just just all around hustler. All around. <laughs> so, when did you first get into DJ? Like DJing, when did you first get into the to the business? Uh, the business of DJing. I got into the business of DJing like, ooh, that had to be like, oh. Oh six. Oh six. Two thousand six. That was way back. Yeah, two thousand six. I used to. Uh, <clears throat> I used. I used to pay high C to DJ my events for me. You know, he, he the hot hot thing hot hot thing going. He's still, he's still the hottest. Um, I used to pay him to DJ. I used to pay him to DJ, but then you know he was so busy. He used to always come late and stuff like that. So he kind of put me in the game. But gave me gave me my first gave me my first Serato box. And from there, it just it just took off. You know, he showed me showed me what to do, how to use it, mm-hmm. and I you know I just took off from there. Started you know at the Blue Flame. At the Blue Flame, is the Blue Flame still there? Nah. So it's been gone. Yeah, the Blue Blue Flame been out of there for a minute, but that, that was my that was my breaking. That was my 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 entryway into the game. So. Did you always have a love for music? Like when you was first starting out, what, that's what made you really get into it, was just the love for music? And just- yeah, I, I, I just love music all my life. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been around DJs all my life from Del Jam Blast to DJ Aggravated, Steve Nice, uh, you know, uh, who else? GT. Mm. Like I've you know, I've been around a lot of, you know, DJs. At the prime of they, at the prime of their careers, you know what I'm saying. So like, I so just you pretty much started with a lot of them. Yeah, you know, I used to pack they, pack they, pack they crates in. <laughs> well, this, we talking way back. Yeah, I used to pack pack boys crates in. Like, this was before Serato even came out. Mm-hmm. This one boys had real wax. So this was way back then. Most definitely. So who was one of the the ones that you started with? That's that's pretty big now. That you know, most of people may know. Uh, DJ High C, uh, JQ, um, you know, some of some, some of everybody, really. And they from Houston, too? Uh, they, they Houstonians now, you know. Oh, I see, I see from Dallas, but you know, you're Houstonian now. But see, you born and raised here, mm. school and everything, so. Is it any DJs that was born and raised here that's, that's doing it now on the scene that you kind of came up with? No, nah, you know, after Screw, it was kind of, kind of dead after that. How was that relationship? Do you remember Screw vividly? Never knew him personally, personally, but it was on, it was on, the, it was on the level of the way, you know, he, he, we, we, saw, we saw each other, we, we, you know what I'm saying, gave each other the head and all that kept it moving. Like we we knew who each other, we knew who each other was. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't like a personal relationship, right? Right, not personal. Like you know, a member of the school or click man with them. 
So you kind of watched his journey as well, kind of immersed. That's how he got started. Yeah, because we, you know, we were listening to screw tapes. We were listening to screw tapes in high school. About how old was he when he got started doing that? I can't lie. I don't. I don't know. I don't know exact. Like twenties, eighteen, to use around. I don't, I don't even. I don't even remember. It's been so long ago. Like it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. So I, I know. I still. I know. I started listening to it back in like like nine, nine, three, nine, four. Mm-hmm. That's when I got in. That's when I got introduced to to a screw tape and sipping syrup and smoking sweets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's how that started. Okay, what about um, how would you say your relationship with like Paul Wallace? How did y'all first meet? Man, funny thing, man, Paul, Paul, Paul always been a hustler. So he met you met him when he was. What about when he was with Chameleon? Was that around the same time when they was getting started with that? Let me tell you, I met Paul. I met, I met Paul when Paul was passing out flyers. Oh, that was way back. Yeah, like Paul used Paul used to pass big throw flies out. That's how that's how long ago. That's how far ago. <laughs> like I used to, what people don't know, I used to rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that that that, that was a big, big turnaround. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, time and time and is everything. So, yeah. like, when I was rapping, it wasn't my time. Like it was, you know, they had other plans for me. Yeah. So I, you know, I. I dibbled and dabbled in that for a minute, but then after that, you know, I just said, you know, fuck that. I'm finna, I'm finna do what's paying the bills right now. Exactly. And what was that? That was strictly DJing. That was kind of working out for you more versus rapping back then. Well, no, nah, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that because I used to, I used to sell mixtapes, raw, raw and uncut, and I was making, I was making some good ass money. I was making some good ass money. Uh, Selling mixtapes. I used to sell mixtapes in Cornbread's parking lot. Oh, that was way back then. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember that CD that you had. You've been on the grind for a long time, just in this this entire industry. I don't think a lot of people understand that part. Yeah, man. Like, seen it all, done it all, like, real, real life. Like, from being a graphic designer to being a club promoter to being a club manager, to being a bar manager, to being a bouncer, to being an ID man at the door, mm-hmm. uh, from DJing the club, from um, like pretty much everything. I've, I've done everything but be a club owner. Mm-hmm. So like it's, you know, you ever had thoughts of doing that? I know you've owned businesses before already. It, it crossed my mind, but you know, it, it crossed my mind, but it's like you don't really have the time for it. It's not even the time. It's just like you know, it's it's time because it's time consuming. But you know, you got to really be ready to take that boss position. Doing doing, you know, when you want to when you want to do stuff of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you you want to be store on the club. I don't know how you got to realize it's gonna take a lot of dedication, you know, a lot of sacrifices, you know, it's gonna take a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And like what you gotta realize is a lot of people, a lot of people, um a lot of people depend on you. Mm-hmm. So like you got people you got people depending depending on you 
to make things happen. You know, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of that's a lot of weight on your shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Because you feed them, right? Right. So they 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 entrust in you to they 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 entrust in you to like you know help them provide for their family. You know, so like that's that's real. That's that's a real big thing and. And it, ta- it takes a te- it takes a team in order to it takes a team in order to succeed properly. You know what I'm saying? You got to have mm-hmm. a good team. Everybody minds on the same level and things of that nature. So, like it, ta- it takes a lot. It's not it's not an overnight thing. It's there's a lot of skill and trade in it, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of there's a lot of personal things that go with it. It's, it's some everything that go with this. So it's a lot that we don't know about that going to want to be a business owner, especially something like a club. Because I oh, see yeah. a lot of people see like. The address and stuff like that. I don't think they understand how much work that go into. Yeah, it. how much work going to it? How much money going to it? Like, it, it ain't you gotta you gotta get permits. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta have a permit to light a candle in your club. You feel what I'm saying? Like you got you, you got it's a you gotta have a permit for damn everything you do. So like it's a, it's a lot of stuff that go on behind the scenes that people don't even see. So like when people get mad and be like, why well, I can't do this in here? Why well, I can't do that mess shit? I don't. Invested my time and money, like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying you can always get money back, but one thing you can't get back is time. Oh, so, like the time I wasted trying to develop this experience for you to enjoy, mm-hmm. I can't let you come in here and fuck that experience up. up. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I can't, I can't let you, I can't let you fuck that experience up. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect the person's space. You gotta respect the person's business, and you got, you gotta, you gotta, you know, what I'm saying respect. Just, just plain and simple respect. Mm-hmm. And would you be selective with who you hire to run your club? Because you're not gonna be there all the time. So right. Exactly. 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 Pretty. That, 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 that's that's a mistake. That's a mistake I made. Mm-hmm. I made personally, and then you know I I, le- I lived and learned from that. You feel what I'm saying? You can't you can't put you can't put people in control of your dreams. Exactly. Like that, you know, they don't have the same the same outlook. Yeah, they don't they don't the same know. outlook, the same feel. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the same love for it. Let me, exactly. let me say that they don't have the yeah, same they love. Have, they don't have the same love for it like like you do. Because mm-hmm. it's not there. So they're not going to put the same effort into it that right. you would put in if you was there. Right? Exactly. exactly. They, they ain't going to put the CDs by the T-shirts because – they feel like they gonna sell the belt, sell the tail mm-hmm. the belt together. They're not gonna put the grinders by the swishers. They're not. They're not gonna have it. They're not gonna. They're not gonna have your 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 sight, your view. Mm-hmm. Your view is not. It's not for everybody to have. Your it's not for everybody to believe in. It's not for everybody to fuck with you. None of that. You gotta. You gotta like the the best part in life when you start living life and running the business or doing whatever you choose to do. The best thing in life is when you realize that it is not meant for everybody to like you. Mm-hmm. Once you realize that, you'll start running good business. You'll start living better. You'll start sleeping better because you're not worried about the next motherfucker opinion. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter what you say about me. It don't matter what you think about me. All you got to do is respect me and respect my business. That, that, that's, what it, that's what it boils down, down to. to. What would you think kind of build that character and that, that skin for you personally that kind of put you in that mindset? Because I know a lot of people, they still – kind of care about how the people view them and how they feel about them. Man, shit, once you realize that shit, how a motherfucker feel about you, ain't going to pay your bills. Mm. Like, they ain't, ain't going to keep you living. They going to put food on your table. So you start thinking, like, man, what am I trying to impress this group of people for? 
And she, my shit ain't together. When I say my shit ain't together, shit, I can't pay my bills. Mm. So therefore, another person's opinion is only their opinion. You know what I'm saying? So you have to, you got, you got, you have to just be strong, strong minded, and you know, got a good heart and good hustle. Like, and then like, not, I'm not gonna say good hearted because good being, being good hearted puts you in puts you in fucked up situations. Like you know, like being being good hearted can have you. Have a motherfucker running over you and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why that's why I moved where I moved now. Like I don't, nigga, I, my my circle, my circle right. down there, dot. Yep. You know, like I don't, I, I don't, that. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck, I don't fuck with many. I don't fuck with the same group of individuals I used to fuck with. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like motherfuckers get cut off left and right. You know, you motherfucker, you need like they know why. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like you can't be, you can't be good because niggas use your kindness for weakness. Like long as long as you let a motherfucker, they'll do it. So you gotta stop letting motherfuckers. You gotta just do it. Like do it yourself sometimes. Like it's cool to pay a motherfucker to do this, to do that. But then sometimes you gotta get in there and just get your feet get your feet dirty yeah, a little bit, get your hands dirty a little yeah. bit, so you'll know how to handle those situations and so you'll know how to just handle anything in general. You can't skip steps. Like a lot of people, that's what they do. They skip those steps. They don't want to do the groundwork of learning how to do it themselves. Perfect they craft in order to put somebody else in position too. Yeah, every, everybody wanna take the elevator. Mm -hmm. No, nobody wanna take the stairs. I'm I'm guilty of it myself. But you know, I I've I've take I've taken those stairs in life, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, to where I You gotta make you make I just choose to make some I make smarter decisions now. Mm -hmm. Make smarter decisions, not in the rush to do anything. Move differently. Yeah, yeah, most definitely move differently. So what what advice would you give some up and coming DJs that's trying to that's kind of trying to make it in Ooh, the business right now? Give me that. Give me that. Right down, so that right. Today was the day. I look at my calendar again. I'm supposed I'm supposed to go do the school. I hope I ain't miss it. All right, we back. So I was I was pretty much saying, what advice would you give to some some up and coming DJs who are trying to kind of pop in the city or in general? Oh, uh, you know, stand stand out, be a groundbreaker, and uh, you use your voice. Your voice is your best asset. Like anybody can get up there and play the same song. So like it's like it's not when you play the song, it's who played the song. Mm -hmm. You know, so you gotta you know create your own soundtrack. Whatever you got going on, you know. So like, if you got, if you you want to be that, you want to be that next guy. You gotta, you gotta get out there and put your best foot forward, and and you know, let it be known. This is me. This is who I am. This is what I do. Leave your mark. Leave your stamp. Now, how would you say it's different from when you was first starting doing it to now? Because you know, now we got the internet and, and social media. Versus when you was coming up, you didn't really have it like that. Man, before social media, I was out in these streets. You know, ground groundwork, you know. Pat and turn them. my feet, turn them comas. Like, you know, out there with flyers, die cut flies on my logo. Out there with a bullhorn, talking <laughs> shit on the bullhorn. People come out the club, like, like done, you, I, you gotta put your pride to the side. You gotta put your pride to the side. You wanna hustle, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hustle. So if people don't know where you at now. That didn't just come overnight. That wasn't no overnight thing. Not, not, not at all. 
because I know a lot of people see everything that you're doing now, and it's just like they want to be like you and they want to be in your position, but they don't know the groundwork that you put in. Even yeah, you put a, you put a, you put a lot of ground you put a lot of groundwork into it and and everything. Like it was like people be like, man, I want to. I, I wish I could be like you when I when I when I get when I grow up and blah blah blah. But like people don't understand the years of. Blood, blood, sweat, and tears. I went through. You know, I went through a lot of blood, sweat, and tears years. Like, I, it, it wasn't hard. It wasn't. It wasn't cool. Like when I came in the game, it wasn't cool to hang, be at the strip club. Like the strip club was a place where, where the men, where the men went to get away. You know what I'm saying? Like women wasn't too fond of coming to the strip club hanging out. You know what I'm saying? I used to be like, oh, that's so nasty. I don't want to. I don't want a woman putting that pussy out of my face and this, that, and other, blah, blah. But now. It's totally different. Now. It's, it's totally different. Like that's that's the new that's the new club. At one point, man, clubs was clubs was really irrelevant. People would stay at home. People would stay at home till about one thirty, two o'clock, and then go to the strip club. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta have that show. You gotta have that showmanship. Like it was it was a time where <clears throat> it was a, it was a time where you know you go to the strip club and. Like when they was opening at eight o'clock, and people would be parked in the parking lot waiting to go into the strip club. And eight o'clock, like you know, like the, the doors open at eight, they there at seven thirty waiting. They there, they don't even open at nine. They was there at eight. They was there at eight o'clock waiting. It was just a lot of different, a lot of different aspects, and the get the, the game changed down here after Super Bowl. Mm. When Super Bowl hit. They got exposed to making it rain and and all this other stuff, man. That, that's when the game exploded in Houston. What year was that? That was that was 06. 06. 06 when the first Super Bowl was downhill. So that, that after that after that, it was a wrap. Like boys was like, man, oh yeah, I'm finna I'm finna I'm finna go I'm finna go in here and fuck it up. I'm finna have some fun. Mm-hmm. I'm finna go in here and do it. Like it's finna be live in here. It's finna, you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. that's when boys start making it rain. They're like shit, like we like niggas now, you know, like hood niggas. Like I, I started with the hood niggas. It wasn't no, <clears throat> I ain't have the NFL clientele and all that at first. Like I started with the hood niggas. Like and niggas wanted to come to the hood. Like nigga, I'm the first nigga to bring Jeezy to the ghetto, to the trenches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I got, I got a real track record of niggas that we brought to the ghetto that niggas like niggas thought they'll never see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like niggas like you did it with block. You did it with niggas that run the block and niggas that don't leave they block. But they'll, they'll come around the they'll come around the corner to the strip club because it's it's still right there where they trapping it. You feel what I'm saying? So them niggas was them niggas they glorified that shit, man. Nigga, nigga, you, nigga that nigga brought this nigga to the hood, this nigga to the hood. Damn, was that nigga. guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was that I was that guy in my area. You know what I'm saying? Nigga was nigga was bringing nigga was bringing real superstars to the ghetto, like to the ghetto. Nigga, I had niggas in the ghetto. Nigga, we, nigga used to have boxing on Sunday nights. Nigga, that shit was crazy. Oh, damn. It the end, the shit don't be working. Mm. Oh. All right, we back. And, um... But, you know, like, you know, you, like, you, I, I had a... I had a real, I had a real uh, following in the hood in the ghetto, man. It was like you know it was going down. 
So that's what I, that's what I started at. Like niggas used to niggas used to get off the plane and like tell they drivers, man, like what uh take me to uh, take me to uh, take me with 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 a big nigga with the beard in. Uh-huh. Nigga ain't nigga ain't know my <laughs> nigga ain't know my name. Nigga was like, man, take me with take me to what a big nigga with the beard in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bam, bam, bam. It's going down like that. So like it was like, you know, shit. I was known as the big nigga with the beard. I had I had hair back then, like shit. I ain't got no hair now, but I had <laughs> I had a full head to have with the edge of. So how you think? How did you first start getting them uh, relationships with like the Jeezys and people like that? How did those relationships form? Yo. Um, uh, Cash, my mama left me this card. I'm Yeah, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that—that's just what it was, man. You know, you gotta, you gotta get out here and work. This shit ain't gonna come overnight, man. Like niggas, man, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still working to this day. You, you know, that, that shit don't come overnight, man. Like, and like the best, best, best thing you can do, shit. You getting money right now? Save your motherfucking money. Mm-hmm. Save your motherfucking money. Cut them crews down. If a nigga can't hold their own motherfucking weight, shit, get them niggas, get them niggas up out your motherfucking mix. Nigga, nigga can't hold his weight, you gotta go. And what, what advice would you give? Because I feel like that's valuable advice. What advice would you give them? Like, you know, people touch a little bit of money, and the first thing they do is they want to look like the rappers, and they want to go get the car and the jewelry and the watch. What advice would you kind of tell them when they first touch a little bit of money? Man, you first touch a little bit of money, man. Get you a house. Get you, get you some stability. Like, fuck, fuck them jewels and all that shit, man. That shit, that shit, that shit don't hold no value, my nigga. Like, on the only thing, only piece of jewelry that holds value is a Rolex. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not a not a bust down Just Rolex. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like, get to get you get you a crib, man. Get you a house. Get you get you some get you something that if you if you get fucked up. You can you can fall back on that shit and mm. get back on your feet, cause ain't, ain't none of this, ain't none of this shit promised. Ain't none, ain't none of this shit promised the next day, the next week, the next month, whatever. So you, you getting money, man. You getting that shit, man. Put that shit up. Say that shit. You still gotta you still gotta maintain, pay your bills. You still want to look good and all that. It's a, it's a certain way to do it. So the certain way you kind of balance that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got you got to balance it out. Good good credit. Get your credit right. Get your get your credit right. That's like that's 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 a, that's real big. Get your credit right, and you know things of that nature. Hmm. So, how did how did the relationship with um how did the relationship with you and Drake kind of form? When was the first time you remember meeting him, and how did that kind of go? Man, I first first met Drake at Dreams. What year was this? Man, I don't even remember. <laughs> I have to be like what, oh eight, oh nine, around Man, that I time. I don't even remember. Like when he first came out, met him through uh, jazz. Jazz bought him the dreams. No, no, like shit. He bought him the dreams. I was at dreams. Then he came to V Live. That's when it was Big Thorn Eric show. And shit, you know, shit. It just been rocking. He's been rocking. He's been rocking. We've been rocking with the kid, the kid for a minute. And you kind of watch his growth. 
where he is now. What do you think played a, a huge part in his growth overall and how yeah. fast it being 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 real, man, being real, being a genuine person, you know, being likable, being marketable. The whole the whole nine. Mm-hmm. It, it come it come with it. He got a, he got a great he got a great team. Like you got you gotta have a great team that, that believe in the vision, that believe in the product. You got a great team that believe in all that. Like you, you can't you can't do nothing but be successful. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's about, it's about it's about having a it's not about having the team, not a bullshit team. It's about having people in your corner that believe in you, that's gonna protect you, that's gonna make sure you don't do nothing crazy. That's gonna make sure you're not spending money on this when you should be saving it for this or spending it on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Things of that nature. Like you got you gotta have a good team. You don't have a team, you don't have nothing. So we know his his team played a huge part in his success, just from the producers to his manager, everything. And he kept pretty much the same circle, like you said, from the beginning. He'd been around the same people. He hasn't switched up his team. Yeah. Hold on. Hey, look, Keith. <clears throat> Hey, look, Keith. Hey, same thing that make you laugh or make you cry, nigga. You laughing there? You gonna be hurt? You gonna be hurt? <laughs> you gonna be hurt, hurt? Look, Keith, you gonna be hurt, hurt when the war, them Warriors lose tonight. You gonna be hurt, hurt, nigga. You gonna be hurt, hurt. You gonna cry? I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm putting you on blast, blast, too, nigga. I'm putting you on blast, blast, <laughs> like blast, fucking blast, nigga. Y'all finna get y'all motherfucking ass beat tonight, nigga. For real, for real. Niggas think it's a joke. Rockets and six. You heard it here first. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? I'm just. I'm here, my little cuz, man. He wanted to do. He wanted to do a little. He doing. He got a little podcast and all that. So I'm just fucking with my cousin right now. My little kinfolk. We here for all right there, man. Like that, so y'all ain't not on. Yeah, y'all, yeah. Y'all fuck with my little cousin, man. Trying to, he trying to do positive things, but he's a he's a real estate agent at a young age, and he been he been hustling like I've been hustling for a minute. Yeah, you know, like I, I support I support young hustlers. You know, like go getters. You gotta you gotta be you gotta be out here getting your cash on and getting it in and be about your business, be about your paper. All day. Man, you can send me anything you want to send me, but send that cash up with it. <laughs> like, I'm saying, like, you got to realize, like, time is valuable. I can get anything back in life, but I can't get that time back. Like, if you know, you if you're serious about your music and all that shit, man, you you serious about your budget. You know what I'm saying? You already know a budget come with that. You know what I'm saying? Buy, buy a nigga some lunch or something, whatever. But send that cash up. And then send that music, and we can we can listen to that motherfucker right now in front of everybody. You gotta invest in yourself. Yeah, I'm finna I'm finna log out this motherfucker. Finish chopping up my kinfolk man. He got a podcast coming out. Um, we don't put the link up there. Shit, I'm finna get off. I can't even put the link on there. I'm, I'm talking about later on. Oh yeah, he gonna put the, yeah he gonna put the link up. I'm gonna leave this up too. You know what it is, and we got go rockets. So, uh, tell the people how did you how did the the ninety seven nine the box how did that opportunity come about? 
when you first got that that call? What was that call like? <clears throat> Man, it was a beautiful thing, you know. Being you know being a, being uh being a landmark in the city with one of the biggest brands in the city, um, and actually getting that call like you know come fill this paperwork out, man. Like, I'm gonna give you guys a shot. Like you know, it's just just the thing where it all where it all started from. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just a big, just a big. It was a big blessing, just from where it all started from. It started from. Being being ratchet, being strip club, you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of long nights. Mm-hmm. Them them long nights turned into something, you know. Turned into something great, great for the city. Like you know, you got the big throwing air show, like, and it, it was it wasn't a, it wasn't a question about who who are they, where they from, and all that. Now nah, we 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 from the city. We mm-hmm. we from the city. We rep. We love we love H Town. And everybody know that. Then you say that was about three, four years ago. Yeah, about three, four years ago. You know, and it's been it's been a beautiful thing. You know, be, be more beautiful things to come. So was it was it when you went into it? Was it natural? or Was it kind of something you had to change to kind of adjust to? Because I know it was a little bit more structured versus you know. No, it was it was it was nothing. It was nothing to be changed. Like. um It was it wasn't it wasn't nothing to be changed, man. It was um it was strictly give us give us y'all raw talent. Mm-hmm. Like you know, do what you do what y'all do what y'all normally do. Do what y'all normally do and um just don't curse. Yeah, that's <laughs> just don't curse. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that was the main thing. Don't curse. Like, you know, do do what y'all do what y'all normally do, but just don't curse. I can I can save you from anything, but if you curse, I cannot save you from that. So, you know, that that's what it was. So is that kind of hard adjusting to getting used to not cursing on the on air? No, it wasn't it wasn't hard, man. It was it was it was simple. Like, you know, it was it was simple, simple like shit. You either go you go you go work, you go work in follow the rules and not curse, or you you go just go back to the streets and you know, come you know, coming from where we come from, you know, it's a big that was a big thing to go from the streets to the radio. Like it was that was real big. Like a lot of people look up to that, a lot of people respect that because like a lot of people know the real story. Behind yeah. how y'all got started. So you you a cherish that you're not gonna mess that up for nothing. Right. So what do you see like overall? What's your overall goals or your overall plans? And with the position that you're in now, what do you kind of see yourself within five years? Hmm. Man, bigger and better on billboards, you know, um, on the road more, you know, traveling, seeing the world. And the next five years, my baby girl be 18. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying, going to graduation. (laughs) Going to graduation, getting, getting ready for prom, and you know, things of that nature. That came quick, real quick, man. <laughs> they, they grow, they grow fast, Jack. I definitely remember that. Yeah, they grow fast, fast. So, if an artist is trying to get in contact with you to play their music, what's, what's usually the process and the steps that you always tell them so they'll know? Man, you know, if you, if you don't know me, you can find me on Instagram, but do not, I repeat, do not 
send me any music without notifying me or going through the proper channels. Like I'm a more of a hands-on type of guy. I like to I like to see people put their work in. So you know, I'd rather you meet me at a club early while I'm setting up, mm-hmm. not while the club going on. While I'm setting up, man, you know, introduce yourself properly. Have your have your shit on a jump drive, and be like, you know, check check me out if you can. You know, if not, you know what I'm saying. If not, you don't want to do that. It's gonna cost you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. You gotta pay. You gotta pay to play. So if not, you can you know, get get send that cash out and send that music. <laughs> send that cash out and send that music. If you don't, you know you you feel like you're too good. To you know, to come out and work and work your record the way it should be worked, you know what I'm saying? Send that cash out and we'll listen. And how much do you typically charge for that? Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. You know, hundred dollars ain't nothing. You know, shit. And that's for you to what? That's for me just to listen. Just to listen. Yeah, my time. You gotta pay for my time. Mm-hmm. My time is valuable. Mm-hmm. You gotta pay me for my time. Ain't no, you know, if hands and bust about it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so the easiest way you say is to find you on Instagram for them to DM you. Kind of. Man, ask I, like I don't lock it. Don't lock it though. I thought that who locked it? You locked it.